Test one, two. Test. Test. The arsonist has odd feet. Red leather, yellow leather. Red leather, yellow leather. (laughs) Welcome to Flipping Off, a purpose-driven podcast about flipping houses and making a difference. Well, hello, everybody. Melina Boswell here, co-founder of New Wealth Advisors Club, NWAC. And today I have in the studio with me, Mr. Christian Rios. Hello, world. (laughs) Kevin Castillo. That's right. I'm here. (laughs) Tim Wilkinson. Hi. Oscar Solares. (laughs) Here's what's happening. (laughs) I'm good. Uh, All right. And last but certainly not least, Mr. Frank Luna. Hello, everyone. All right. And I just want to acknowledge Frank has a growth on his nose. So (laughs) we're taking we're getting it taken care of. Don't worry. I know. I know. Uh, So it was the funniest thing is when my granddaughter Trinity saw it and she was like staring right at it, picking at it and said, what is it? (laughs) Anyway, so I just want to acknowledge it because otherwise it'll be like in my space. So today, <laughs> yeah, I do have scroll thoughts and moments. So today we're going to discuss um, something that I think is important, powerful, and yet terrifying. I think like most things in life. So a couple of years ago, I, I was, I don't even know exactly how this happened for me, but I was um, reading something and I came up with this word, kept on showing up for me. And that was in 2016, toward the end of the year in 2016. And I guess as I look back now, 2016 was a year of everything new. Uh, there were so many changes and it was really, I think now the beginning of the shift that is, uh, I'm experiencing right now. Um, there was like a, I've, I've described my life recently as a, um, a trembling that I feel. And if I look back, I can see that the trembling started in 2016. It started in the beginning of 2016 for me personally with, um, health issues. And it's just continued through 2016, 2017 and clearly 2018. So, um, as I was reading, in 2016, a word kept on showing up for me. And I had this deep um, feeling in my spirit that this was a word that I needed to take on. And the word spoke to me um, and the word was fearless. And I wasn't sure what that meant, but I, as, as I was praying and reading the word fearless kept on showing up, and I just got the idea that I would adopt the word fearless. It would be sort of my answer to everything happening in my life. It was kind of like an anthem, I think. And so I shared it finally at some point um, <laughs> with my with my crew, and I said, "Hey guys, so here's my word fearless." And then I and then I found out that there's an entire book written on. Um, it's called the one word that will change your life. And the book uh, is a, it's a fantastic, it's an easy little read. Uh, They brag that you can read the entire book in 44 minutes. And uh, so, which you really can, but it's, it really encourages you or challenges you to pick a word, one word uh, and make that your word for the year. So 
Uh, I challenged everybody to do it. I guess actually in 2018. I don't think I did in 2017. Or did I in 2017? Do you guys remember? I think that's when, I think that's like the first time you did it. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. I did. Did I use the book though? You did. Oh, I did. I because I think I shared with them. I have this word fearless, and Sito was like, "Oh yeah, I've been doing that for a while." Sito yeah. <laughs> was the one who shared the book with me. Yeah, and then I shared the the Bible study because I the first time I, I I saw it was through the the UVerse Bible app. The U, uh huh, so the U version, right? The different different plans, and I found the one word uh, Bible study, the one word Bible study, mm. and then you talked about, oh, I didn't know they came up with a book. So like. <laughs> Huh, that's pretty cool. I know I saw that before, and I'm like, oh, it's what I do towards the end of the year, what I've been doing the last, like, four years now. Yeah, so Kevin's been doing it for the last four years and didn't bother sharing it with us. Wow. He shared it with me. Oh, okay. So go ahead. So the first time I did it was in 2016, Mm -hmm. and and it was good, right, because I actually needed to go through that process Mm -hmm. in order to – to get through a few things in 2016. So, and it's, <clears throat> anyways, it's, it was good. We'll talk more about that. Afterwards. Okay. All right. Well, I don't know if there's any afterward. Maybe we should just start bantering around now. So, um, Kevin, would you, how did you find it? Would you share that? Like how, what, how did you come across it? Like what was the. Well, cause I, I was, I was like every, every, every like Bible study that was out there. I just started going through it. I was like, I, I want to get more in the word. I want to, mm-hmm. I want to be more, you know, I want to be more connected with God. I want to figure out like what the purpose is for what I'm doing with everything that I'm doing. Like mm-hmm. there's a reason why, you know, I'm, I'm here. There's a reason why I'm part of this. What, what's my role? Like what, what does that look like for me? So, so when you're looking through on the U version, were you looking like through plans? Yeah, I was looking through all the plans, okay. all the different yeah. plans, and that's uh-huh. that's like the the one one word that will change your your life or your years. I think I forgot mm. what it was, but that's what I started looking. I was like, oh, then it's only like a few day Bible study. Yeah, so <laughs> you're I like, wait, I can change my life with yeah, a so, few days of Bible study. Four days? What? <laughs> yeah, so it was like it was so so easy to do that, and I wanted to have because we do like the two word pur- we do like the two word purpose statement. Yeah. And the the Bible study was like be very specific on the word you're 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 doing so that it stays with you. Mm. So everything you do, that's the one word that you're gonna go back to when something doesn't look doesn't look right or when things are tough. Remember that one word, and that's gonna keep you going. That's what happened. It's really good. So, what was your first word? I was just going through it. You and Oscar, Oscar just. <laughs> I have it in my phone somewhere because oh. every every year I would I would um I would make a a, a picture that I would put as my background uh-huh. for the whole year uh-huh. and on your phone on my phone so yeah. that I would have it um I have to go through it though but I I had it just so that I can remember whenever like man I, today's a shitty day yeah Limp, and then I looked at my phone I was like okay mm-hmm. so can you maybe share what some of your words have been. Uh, this last year was choose. I was I was stuck between I think for like two two or three months between choose and time. So choose, choose and, and time. time. Yeah, choose mm. and time. So and I remember talking to Oscar. We were driving to like one of the properties one day, and we were talking about it. And it's like I either choose what I'm doing and like really commit, 
or I, I was thinking this is the time, like the time yeah. is now. Like, yeah. don't waste time. Yeah. So, and I ended up going with choose and everything. Like this year, I I choose to be here. I choose to like it's, I'm still not perfect, but I choose to like have joy instead of everything else. Mm-hmm. So, just choose. Like wow. Like choice is yeah. such a that's a good word choose. I mean that's a big word because yeah you you, you recognize the the freedom that yeah. you have because you could choose pain right right wow that's good so Oscar uh, why don't you share a little bit about what your journey has been like would you so if you don't mind because uh, I'll, sure. I'll yeah <clears throat> maybe everybody can share kind of but since you started your first word was in 2016. It was, and um, <clears throat> at the time, I want to say that it was year one, year two of having some family members staying at the house, <clears throat> right, that uh, mm-hmm. Rebecca had uh, um, invited over to, to stay for an extended stay mm-hmm. because they needed some help. <clears throat> and it was challenging for me personally, right, because um, it wasn't something that was very easy for me to do. Mm-hmm. So that's when... By all coincidence, Kevin says, hey, look, I'm doing this Bible study. He's like, yeah, let me check it out. So I did, and, and I went through the process. And I reached a point where it was like, really, that's the word? Like, <laughs> it's like, right. so, <clears throat> and interestingly enough, right, year one for me, the word was love. Hmm. Right? And you know some of the, mm-hmm. the backstory to this. So for me to embrace that word and what it really meant – and then to be able to do what it means when it's the last thing I would ever want to do in that situation, mm-hmm. was re- it really pushed me mm-hmm. and stretched me. And <clears throat> it turned out well, right? Mm-hmm. And the thing that I find interesting about it is that it was so perfect for that time. Mm-hmm. But it's not just for that time. Right. right? It, it carries over. Mm-hmm. So now love is part of who I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, year two, it was I adopted yours, fearless, mm-hmm. because it 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 was absolutely what I needed for that year, mm. right? So it's <clears throat> and it wasn't because I said, "Ooh, that's the one I'm going to go with." It was like, right. "Oh crap, that's what I need to do," Ugh. right? Yeah. <clears throat> and then uh, this last for this last year, it was truth. Yeah, 2018 was truth. 2018 was truth. And uh, I've, it's, you know, you got to live into into what that word is yeah. and what it stands for. And it, it's not just about me though, right? It's <clears throat> what you find when you go through this process is that it's, it's about who you are to others. Yeah, for right? sure. It's how you show up for other people, similar to the, the two-word purpose statement. Mm-hmm. It's, but this is one word for that particular um, season that you're in for that year. Yeah. And so now I'm working off of love, fearless, and truth. Mm. So this year, right, when you hit us up and you're like, hey, what's your word going to be? I'm like, uh, I'm working on it mm-hmm. and I have some ideas. And then that prompted me to dig a little deeper, mm-hmm. right? And uh, so I think I've, I've gotten to the point where I'm, I know what it is, but, um, I need to I need to come to terms with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<clears throat> if you haven't done the one word or you haven't lived it yet, that doesn't mean anything. But once, so when you say come to terms with it, do you mean you, you're going to accept it? <laughs> you have to accept it, like it, in it, all yeah, that that entails. Yeah, yeah, it feels like I need to accept it. So <clears throat> this year I, I did both, right? Because mm-hmm. historically I've done, I think year one I did the uh, the study. Mm-hmm. Year two I did the book. Mm-hmm. But I also did the study, mm-hmm. kind of. But I, again, I chose to yeah. go with Fearless. Year three, I did the study, mm-hmm. and this this time around, I'm I'm in both. I I listened well, actually three ways. Mm-hmm. I read the book, mm-hmm. I listened to the audible, mm-hmm. and then I did the the study. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, and I guess you could say it was like I read the book and I kind of got a word. It's like that can't be right. Let me go to the audible. Yeah. Then I got. A couple other words, and then I did the study that brought me back to three or four different words. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where I'm at. And I wrote them down, and I did you know did some some things this weekend to get to what that really is, right? So Tim, you're looking at me like I, you good? <clears throat> so do you have something to do? You have something to say to him? What you got <clears throat> something? No, I was just <clears throat> I was just thinking about how uh how the word shows up you know it's like that saying i always um i always think about this when we're when we're going through this process and it's um something i was told that you know it's the, the don't pray for patience conversation because yeah. when you pray for patience you end up with a lot of things to be patient for <laughs> you know what i mean like you don't get right. patience you get an opportunity to be patient um so it i just was interested in um, like I'm interested in hearing what Oscar's word is. You know? <laughs> Obviously, me and, too. But, it, but it's um, that's what I was thinking about. And I was thinking about like when Kevin shared, you know, how he got. He, I think it was last year. The word shows up even in the process. Yeah. From the perspective of, I just thought it was interesting that he ended up with choose, but he was stuck with a choice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right. I mean, right. he he, yeah. he had to choose between. He literally had to go through this whole process of choosing just to get choose as the word, and it's it's just interesting how that plays out in the process of going through uh, the finding the word. You know, mm-hmm. how's your process? My well, my first year was um, fearless, and I did what Oscar <clears throat> what Oscar did. I just uh, I adopted yours because I didn't know anything about it. Um, I didn't read the the book or anything like that. And then last year was the first year I went through the process and I came up with um, my word last year or this year is discipline. And um, I was just kind of reflecting on this earlier this week and it's – for me, you know, I chose discipline and then I wrote it on the mirror and I I looked at it every day for a little while and then it became, uh, you know, the the stain on the carpet, right? So I just – it was there and I totally forgot about it. But then what I realized is that it still showed up. Like it, like in the last part of this year, I was able to, you know, I've lost like 40 pounds in the last part of this year. And, yeah. and it definitely c- comes from discipline and all of that. And I didn't even, I didn't even equate it to my word until after. Like until now, when I'm looking back, I'm like, holy cow. Like it, it, I looked at the word every single day for 
the first three months of this year. Mm -hmm. And I worked on discipline and then it kind of became one of those things that, uh, well, apparently I just started doing it automatically because I haven't thought about my word, not until we started doing this process again. And, Mm -hmm. um, but looking back, it absolutely played its part in Mm -hmm. the last part of this year. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think that's interesting. Like what Oscar said also is that he, he, it goes on, you know, they say it takes 21 days to build a habit, but if you do something, if you love for a year mm-hmm. and you love in the most difficult times of your life in the mm-hmm. diff- most difficult situations, then you just become a habit of loving and then a habit of whatever truth means to Oscar, you know, those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. And, and I feel confident that the habit of discipline will continue mm-hmm to grow and to build. That's great. Hi, this is Christian Rios. As many of you know, I have been a member of New Wealth Advisors Club for over seven years and got started when I was 17 years old with absolutely no real estate experience. One of the biggest lessons I have learned from being in the industry is the need for authentic relationships. If you're looking for an actual team locally in Southern California with all the resources needed to close deals, register for one of our free workshops by visiting www.joinnwac.com. Thanks for listening to the Flippin' Off podcast. That's great. Uh, so, Frank, why don't you share a little bit about what your process was? Because did you you didn't, did you pick one for? I know you had one for 2018. Did you have one for 2017? Well, um, I think this year I'm I'm being more purposeful about it. I think the first couple of words that I chose were just words that people were constantly telling me that I need to be more of. Like my first word was approachable. (laughs) (laughs) So I think those were good words to pick because I I really focused on being more approachable. I pursed myself. I became more aware of when I wasn't being approachable. Mm -hmm. And it was – you picked those – everybody around me picked those words for me. It's just things Mm -hmm. that they were saying and um, I – I felt like I, I saw the um, like from your perspective, everybody's perspective of me not being approachable. Why that doesn't work? Because we had never really addressed it. Mm-hmm. It was just like Frank, that's just how Frank is, and you know, there's nothing we can do about it. It seemed. I mean, I wasn't thinking that, but it seemed like everybody else was kind of like just oh, that's how Frank is. So um, when we had an honest conversation about that. I was like, okay. Yeah, I can, I'm definitely not approachable. Yeah, I'm intentionally not approachable. Yeah, what's you know? <laughs> yeah, so what? <laughs> so keeps me safe and guarded. Thanks. Yeah. So through that <laughs> that process, uh, I I yeah. I realized another word is like not approachable. I don't communicate. So I guess I was kind of writing those two words. I know you're supposed to pick one, but I had so many things to work on. <laughs> I'm a little impatient when I yeah. start identifying. Uh, all these things that aren't working and um, in not just my uh, communication with, um, you know, people who are here, but I, I it, it spills into my communication with God. I mean, mm-hmm. my relationship, there's no, there's what I'm realizing now and what, um, however I am with people, it's the same in my relationship with God. If I'm not having an open, honest, authentic relationship with, with God, that, that that's what you're seeing and how I'm showing up for everybody too. So um, I think those first two words that I, I went through really quick, like jump from approachable. Okay, all right, I get it. I, yeah. That was that was it was a no brainer. Like I totally mm-hmm. need to be more approachable. 
and then um, focusing on being able to communicate, which brought me to, you know, choosing my word for 2019. It's going to be less about, you know, uh, people's criticisms of me (laughs) and more um, about, you know, somebody who, why, why wasn't I approachable? You know, it's because I was guarded. Why am I guarded? And, you know, that, that goes down and that gets really, um, that can go really far into what causes all these things. So, I wanted to be less about the symptoms and more about the core issue of what that is. And um, I came up with a lot of different words mm. that are causing that. So, I mean, you had said some different words. I was like, yeah, that's that could work. And mm-hmm. this other word, that could work. And it's just being uh, identifying why I'm guarded and how do I become a person who's not guarded. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's so many words that just came into my mind that could help me to be that person who's in garden, who somebody who communicates better, somebody who's more approachable. And um, so I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm much more on the right track when picking that one word mm-hmm. versus just, um, all right, I have these symptoms and all these things. Um, but it's been a, uh, definitely a process and a journey that I had been working on before I, I learned about the one word. Mm-hmm. I, I was definitely identifying different things, but um in everybody saying that we're going to pick a word, mm-hmm. there's there's um, real power in that versus just doing it on your own, which yeah. you know the book talks about um, having a stretch, stretch team. a stretch mm-hmm. team mm-hmm. to hold you accountable uh, to that. And when everybody has a word, um, I don't want to say it becomes like a game, but there's accountability, and then we all see the growth, and it benefits every every one of our. Um, identifying that word and and what kind of person that we want to be, it's going to benefit each one of us. And, you know, Tim picking his word, you picking your word, yeah. uh, Oscar, Kevin, uh, John, the rest of the team, everybody picking that word is going to and Mr. And, and you, Mr. Christian. Rios. <laughs> you know, it's interesting um, when you're what you're saying right now. I was just thinking that that's actually why I chose fearless was because I was, I found myself, well, what I recognized about myself is that I was totally guarded, that I had put up such a wall around my heart because I no longer was willing to be hurt. That's the truth. Like I came to the realization that I was living in, uh, I I had a mask of, uh, a mask that I was wearing all the time of, I'm okay, you stay over there and don't get too close to me over here because I already know that you're going to hurt me because I I haven't been whatever it is that you want me to be. And so for a long time, probably for two years, I was, um, I was behaving, I was performing. So... <laughs> you know, it's not, I I feel embarrassed to say it, but that's the truth. I was totally living in performance. So my mask was like the stage, the mask of the stage where, you know, you get on stage and your hair, your hair has to be right. You know, everything has to be done the right way. And you look a certain way. And that's how I started living my life. Because what I learned is that if I stay inside of that mask, then nobody can really hurt me. And I can't disappoint them because I don't really even know because I'm keeping them over there, not anywhere near here. And and I feel like the Lord convicted me of that. 
So when I chose fearless, it was a conviction of um, of not uh, allowing people in. And in order for me to do that, it required, you know, what I was, what was I, why didn't I let anybody in? Because I was operating in fear. And so when I, that's why I chose the word fearless. I didn't choose it. It chose me. Actually, I believe that God chose it for me. You know, he just kept on pointing it out to me. Like, you need to be this, you need to be this. And fearless just kept on showing up. And, and it was so interesting because the word, I didn't know about the one word, right? But when I, I, it just kept on showing up everywhere. That's how it was for me. Like I would read and I'd be like, oh, there's fearless. And every time I read the word, I, I had a feeling like I had a physical reaction to the word. So it wasn't just like, oh, that word just keeps on showing up. No, I had a like a physiological burning, stirring kind of thing deep, deep inside of me that is what made me pay attention. Otherwise, I would have just been like, oh, how funny. I keep on seeing that word. No, it was the response. So I know that that is only because of the Holy Spirit. Like that's how Holy Spirit works in me as by burning and so that's what I was experiencing, which is what caused me to pay attention and to take notice of it. What is happening? Why is it every time I read this word, I'm having this reaction to it? That's what actually happened. So I, I think I was really fortunate in that I didn't have to force the process in the beginning. You know, like the beginning was just, this is what it is. And, and I was like, I've got to be fearless. And I, I started praying like, okay, God, you want me to be fearless. You don't want me to walk in fear anymore. So, okay, I am not going to, because you tell me, I don't know, 300 and something times inside the Bible to fear not. So I'm going to not do that. That's how it became very real for me, and that's how it became a part of who I was. What I didn't understand is uh, uh, exactly how I was going to be challenged to be fearless. And, of course, I had several opportunities to be fearful because I had, like, real reason to fear people, right, because people were coming at me. So I had to stand in it anyway. It also forced me to make decisions in relationships with people that were very painful for me, uh, people that I loved. And I've, I learned a lot of things about me in terms of behaving fearlessly inside of relationships. It forced me to make decisions that were very painful for me. I recognized that maybe I didn't make, not maybe, I recognized that I didn't make appropriate decisions in relationships that I had out of fear of losing relationships. So it forced me, like it just showed up. I kept on thinking, do you know what I mean? Like I thought, oh, I'm going to be fearless and and let people in. Uh, it did definitely do that. It also gave me the opportunity to make fearless decisions that I knew were right, but I was scared to death because of what the result could be. And guess what? The result is exactly what I thought it would be. Loss of relationship, loss of love, loss of something that was very important to me. But that's what had to happen. So when I know it was right, doesn't mean it was easy. It was difficult. So I thought fearless was going to make 17, 2017, this like amazing year. And then all that happened. So then when I got the word love for 2018, I was like, you've got to be kidding me now. Almost like one fed into the next. Like I, I, I said, and I hadn't even read the book. It was like I just knew it just started showing up, and I was like, "Oh no!" I started to get that same quickening in my spirit, that same like deep feeling inside of me when I saw the word love, which actually made me think, "Are you kidding? Love is so like love, you know, like how simple love is. Just such a, like love, you know. I love lamp. 
Easy, right? Easy, easy peasy, no problem. I didn't understand, you know. And then, of course, the more I, the more I started looking at the word, the more I started to, it started to penetrate in me. Like, oh no, that means I have to love everyone. I have to love. For me personally, I'm called to love the way God loves. That's unconditional. That is. Oh, and it just started to be like bubbling up in me, which then, of course, made me know it was the absolute truth. And I wouldn't share it with anybody. I just kept it to myself. I didn't even say I'm battling with a word. I just kept the whole process to myself. And then uh, in October of 2017, we were at a concert and uh, Spoon came up. It was a Jeremy Camp concert. And like on the intermission, Spoon comes up to me and she threw me a T-shirt that she bought for me. And it was the love t-shirt, which was ridiculous. Here's why that's ridiculous. Because uh, Jeremy Camp has a song and it's called Overcome. And it is like one of my most favorite songs. In fact, you guys should know it has to be played at my funeral, right? So I I was like, why didn't she give me the Overcome? She got herself the Overcome t-shirt and got me the love t-shirt. And she threw it at me and I looked at it and I was like, why did you give me this shirt? Because I was already like having the battle in my mind. And she just started laughing like, I don't know. And I was like, oh. So then I knew. Then I knew that I knew that I knew that's the word. So that's really how – that's what my process has been like. Not very glamorous obviously and it doesn't seem very holy honestly. It seems like a constant fight with God about what he wants me to do because I knew going into 2018 that love was going to be difficult. Um, and let me just say this, 2018 isn't over and I, like, um, I'm still, you know, it's still challenging me still to this very exact direct second. So thanks God. Appreciate that. Um, so, um, Christian, why don't you share a little bit if you don't mind? So today I just got done, uh, listening to the the one word on mm-hmm. Audible mm-hmm. for those that maybe commute, I'd recommend that. It's mm-hmm. it's an hour, so I did it while I was working out in the gym. Um, in the book, it recommends he he says he does it even like Thanksgiving week to give himself like a month to really open up his heart. And I think that's where I am, and I'm sure I think this is the time we did like last year too. It is, yeah. So that's pretty much my process um so right now i'm just what was your word last year this year um, oh i'm sorry this, this year. year yeah that's right this year it was still here. Uh, excellence or it is excellence mm-hmm. and um mm-hmm. with everything i mean that happened this year i felt it even said in the book like you you might f- like not forget it but you might even put it on the back burner because of things that happen and um i know it's it was always in the back of my head and and i i still you know I'm striving to live it out, um, but yeah, this even even living that I don't want to say living leaving living that out. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. uh, was yeah not not easy. Um, but that's that's really what I what I wanted to strive for, and I feel like um, when I was praying about it last year, um, <clears throat> I really heard God tell me like. I, I want all this, and I want to live a life of significance. And he said, you know, I, I don't bless uh, mediocrity, and mm-hmm. that's what I want to stay away from. I, mm-hmm. I never want to do anything uh, mediocre. So mm-hmm. I believe this year that word it pushed me. And even, like, little things where I was walking on the street and I saw, like, a, a bottled water that was empty. I want to pick it up and, you know, throw it away. So, great. That's great. Yeah. So that's this good. this year I'm 
pondering a couple words and it's interesting because before we came in here, Oscar's like, man, mine's going to be deep. And the words that are coming to me right now, it's like they're not that deep, but they're going to like push me. And, um, you know, I, I don't know. It's, it's going to be interesting how, how it plays out. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Well, you know, it is funny how people will say like, oh, I'm sure, you know, because, you know, Christian, if you don't know, Christian is kind of like, you know, the golden child. And so he's been with us since he was 17 and, you know, we all um, – Everything Christian has done, he's he's um, he's definitely walked the walk, and so he's had a lot of success, and he's just been a very very good student. Uh, and so, when I'm sure, when everybody said, when you said excellence, I can imagine how that could show up for some people. If we're being honest, right? Mm-hmm. Like um, a little bit of ego involved, a little bit of you know, because that's a lot of how you're seen. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I, and I was just thinking, though, I really loved how you just said, um, no, I see an empty water bottle on the ground and I pick it up. See, that's excellence. Mm-hmm. That is that is great. So good for you. Like, that's most excellent. So um, I obviously the nagging question, does anybody have their one word? Um, why is everybody looking at me? <laughs> <clears throat> well, you know what? Maybe, um, maybe now is probably a great time to end this podcast, and uh, we will uh, pick up in the next in the next couple of weeks. Listen up uh, for our one word. Maybe we'll share it. Maybe we won't. Uh, but we'll at least continue talking about what words we are playing around with. I think that's definitely what we'll do. So uh, if you are listening to this and are feeling stirred, like, hey, maybe I do want to do my one word. First of all, number one, if you are a club member, you will be strongly encouraged. <laughs> let me say, uh, let me, let's just be real. I'm going to exhort you to do your one word. So I don't care what you have to do. Get the book, read the book, do the Bible study. It's free. It is. It just takes you to decide that you are going to work on yourself. So, and I do have a project that we are going to do as a club that will you know, include your one word. So don't be lazy. Do your one word. Oh, and j- just to hit one more thing, um, statistically from even reading the book, 87% of people that do like a New Year's resolution, they quit by January. So I'm a big believer in, in goals and setting commitments. I think that's different than maybe a New Year's resolution. Mm-hmm. Um, but your one word, it's you can't forget it throughout the whole year. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to be in your, the back of your mind. It, it's going to be a commitment that you're going to make to yourself. So Absolutely. Uh, That's perfect. Make that happen. That's great. Thank you so much. All right. So NWAC, we are now flipping off for the time being. Okay. Bye. I'm Alina Boswell, your host of the Flippin' Off podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you did, we'd love for you to subscribe, give us a five-star rating, and tell your friends all about us. You can find more episodes of the Flippin' Off podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever else you like to listen to awesome podcasts like this. If you like what you've heard, we'd really appreciate it if you'd follow us on Facebook and Instagram and tell us the stories that you'd like to hear. Tim Jackson is our senior producer. Luke Jackson is our editor. Brothers. Josh Maldine is our producer. Sound design by Frequency Factory. Our executive producer is Mind and Mill. This was all created by Dave Boswell for New Wealth Advisors Club.